Blog Talk Radio.
what's up, everybody? Welcome to a special Sunday night edition of Sports of the Legend, along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew. I'm, of course, William Mamo. What's up, Mac? What's going on? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? I'm doing okay, but also not really. But I'm going to get to that, you know, in a few few minutes. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, you know, uh, you know, I want to thank you all, ladies and gentlemen, for checking out, you know, this episode, this Sunday night edition of Sports of a Legend. And, uh, you know, on today's show, you know, as always, we talk sports, entertainment, everything else. Um, you know, we'll give you our thoughts on the the AEW um, full gear event that went down uh, last night. We'll preview the Survivor Series that's coming up. Uh, you know, we'll talk about the Jets and the Giants who both, uh, you know, had games that they uh, they wish they they um, they could forget. The Knicks basically doing the same thing they've been doing um, for the past 20-plus years, essentially how they played against the Suns. And, you know, we'll talk the hot, talk about the hot stove, you know. Um, but if you, you ladies or gentlemen, would like um, to express yourself and talk about any of these topics and more, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, the number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So, again, you know you know the deal on this show. We talk sports and entertainment and everything else. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, as much as we love talking about entertainment, but, you know, this is the sad part, you know, you know of entertainment. And in life in general, you know, you know, it's a blessing, you know, to to grow old each year, you know, each day on earth is a blessing, you know, but the sad thing about getting older is that, you know, the people that you grew up watching or listening to as a child, you know, unfortunately, they, you know, you know, they're no longer with us. You know, and um, yeah, we've been losing a lot of you know legendary people in you know in the entertainment business. You know, Anna Carter just passed away recently, um, tragically. Um, Kevin Conroy, which I'm still in shock from from you know his passing, and I'm I'm definitely gonna get get into depth with that. Um. And then just today, you know, um, you know, the with, with the um, you know, the, the Power Rangers passing, uh, um, you know, Jason, you know, David Frank, passing away, you know, um, you know, especially you know at his own hands, which is even more shocking, you know, um, it's just been really sad, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'd even grow up a, a Power Rangers fan like you, like you, you are Mac, and, um, but I, you know, I'm just totally shocked about him passing away, you know, at the age of 49, and to even 
sad or sad the the tragedy of it all was you know he um you know he he took his own life you know a, a guy who always you know exemplified and stood for you know always you know fighting the good fight but i mean lord knows what what could have happened to make him you know you know just unfortunately you know do what he did you know and you know i know you're a huge power ranger fan so i know you you feel the same way how i feel about kevin conroy passing away so i'm gonna let you take the floor for a few minutes express yourself you know let it out if you'd like yeah yeah no it's uh definitely very sad and unfortunately lost uh two childhood heroes and, and kevin conroy and Jason David Frank, um, Batman, the animated series was one of my favorite cartoons growing up. And Kevin Conroy to me was like the perfect, his voice was like the perfect fit for that role. You know, when I think of Batman, I think of Kevin Conroy's voice as Batman, you know. He will forever be known, Batman, that Batman character, you know, for me. Um, so, you know, I was just as shocked as you when I heard that he passed, but a bigger shock is hearing Jason David Frank pass away because this guy, I just met him earlier this year at an autograph signing, and he seemed like he was in good spirits. He seemed like he was having a great time, you know, nothing was wrong, but that's that's how it usually is, right? Like, mm-hmm. people who are going through things, the press or who have ish, internal issues going on and you know internal struggle and the issues going on they're not gonna let you know how they're how they're really feeling mm-hmm. because they put up a facade mm-hmm. so you're not gonna know you know what they're really going through you know unless they tell you and mm-hmm. who knows what he could have been going through at that time but uh and it's just uh, sad to hear that uh, he passed away from uh, suicide. And, uh, you know, to anyone out there who's going through things or who they need help, you know, don't be embarrassed to reach out to someone for help and talk, and express on how you're feeling, you know. And always uh, tell your loved ones how much you love them because you never know what they're going through, you know. So, yeah, man, it, it, it's it's definitely sad. It's definitely sad. I mean, I was a big big Power Ranger fan growing up, and to me, Jason David Frank is one of the greatest Power Rangers of all time. Played the Green Ranger, played the White Ranger, the Red Rangers, and Zeo and Turbo, and then the Black Dino Thunder Ranger. And, and this guy, he pretty much was the Power Ranger franchise. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has a movie coming up next year called the the Legend of the White Dragon, I believe. And he won't even be able to go to his own premiere next year because, you know, he's now gone. So, uh, you know, rest in peace or rest in power. And my condolences go out to him and his family. And uh, he'll be missed. He'll be missed. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of tributes, you know, online to Jason David Frank. And, he, you know, he leaves behind so many... Uh, loving fans and uh, loving family, and it's it's just it's tragic and unfortunate. 
Yeah, man. I, I, I another great one. Mm-hmm. I, I echo your sentiments. I mean, yeah, Power Rangers. I mean, oddly enough, that was like the only popular show that I, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't get into. I didn't watch it. But I do, but, you know, he, he you know, that show was a phenomenon. And the, and the big part of that phenomenon was him. Like, I literally remember, like, being a little kid in elementary school and they were just hyping up, oh, shoot, who's going to be, um, you know, the, the the new White Ranger and all that stuff. And then, you know, I remember people hyping it up. And then also when he joined the, the cast with the, his baby as the Green Ranger as a heel, a villain, you know, that, that was a buzz also, you know. So, yeah, he was, you know, that, that you know, all the original cast was so iconic, you know. But, yeah, he, he definitely, you know, with that iconic cast, I mean, he, he really stood, you know, you know, head, you know, head and shoulder above everybody. Like, he was like the, 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 the star, you know, like kind of like how Urkel came into to, to Family Matters and just took over, mm-hmm. you know, same thing with the Fonz and Happy Days, you know, roles, small roles that, you know, blow up into huge roles and, you know, just take over the whole show. And yeah, man, I just, you know, again, I'm like, I, you know, even as a person who didn't watch Power Rangers like that, but I, like, I knew, I knew his impact and the guy always like gave back to the fans. He's, he, he, you know, he always reprised his roles and every iteration of, of Power Rangers, like, you know, he always, you know, he always um was proud of the legacy that he he built and you know the you know his his original cast members did you know by re- reprising his role you know and you know it's just sad you know i'm i'm you know i feel you know very you know sorry for his family you know you know what they're going through you know and i'm i'm you know very happy that you were able to meet him you know you know that day, yeah, you know, because well, I know what a huge fan of his he was. Oh, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm glad I had the opportunity to meet him. You know, yeah. Uh, I always, uh, I'll, I'll always uh, remember that. Yeah, man. So yeah, the way, the way how you, I mean, I'm, I'm taken back, back by it, and I didn't even watch the show like that. So yeah, the way how you feeling about, you know about him is basically how I feel about Kevin Conroy because, you know, Batman, the animated series is my favorite cartoon of all time. You know, like I remember the phenomenon of, you know, the Michael Keaton, you know, Batman films, you know, and, you know, obviously, you know, back in those days, the early nineties, I was, you know, watching the, the, you know, the Batman, the 60s Batman with Adam West reruns. And, you know, yeah, before, I mean, funny to think of it, like even before I was a a sports fan, I was, I was a Batman fan, you know, and what took it to the next level was, was the Batman animated series when that cartoon debuted literally 30, you know, 30 years ago. Uh, It was on Fox at Sunday night, you know, primetime, you know, and, it, it was just a show that, you know, there was a lot of great cartoons, you know, in the 80s, you know, some in the 60s, 70s, 
eighties is what really had like eighties was like the the genesis of you know the superhero um cartoons but the 90s man i think the 90s like took it to that next level and that the cartoon that 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 literally took the ball and drove it to the end zone was was batman the animated series you know the i mean the, the voice acting you know kevin conroy you had mark hamill obviously you know i'm only known for his role as luke skywalker i mean it was just a all-star cast from from that um animated series the the writing the acting um it was just a one-of-a-kind show i mean it was my favorite show growing up and it still is and uh you know he is batman you know so it's just i you know i loved uh you know michael keaton and and adam west but to me he was always kevin Conroy was always batman like if I read like a comic book or I read something, you know, you know, of Batman talking, I hear Kevin Conroy's voice, you know, speaking. So it's just, you know, crazy. You know, it's just messed up that, you know, he passed away uh, at the age of 66 uh, due to cancer, which, you know, he kept it private, you know. So, I mean, you know, very similar to, um, Chadwick Boseman, you know, a few years ago, you know, they both were were fighting, you know, cancer, and uh, you know they, you know, they wanted to fight it privately, and uh, you know, both men were were you know definitely inspirations, you know, to you know a lot of fans, and you know, yours truly. I mean, you know, all these men will will be you know greatly missed, and. Um, you know, it's it's just you know, it's just sad. You know, my my thoughts and prayers go out to, you know, you know, um all of these aforementioned uh people's uh, you know, families, you know. It's just um, you know, really messed up. But um you know, um let me uh let me uh play a, a, a clip of his, you know, I mean, you know, you heard my thoughts, you heard Max's thoughts on, you know, Kevin Conroy and, you know, uh, and of course, you know, um, you know, um, Jason David Frank, but um, yeah, here, here's uh, Kevin Conroy's uh, thoughts on the Batman character and why me and millions of people over the 30 years, you know, fell in love with that animated series. So here's Kevin Connery's uh, thoughts uh, from, you know, from his own mouth. I had no idea. You know, I'm, I'm an actor. I studied at Juilliard. I did Broadway, Off-Broadway, did a lot of classics, Shakespeare. And I had no way of knowing this is where my career was going to go. I had just, it was an audition. I auditioned for a job. And that was 27 years ago, and it led to this character that just went on and on and on. So I think the reason he's so iconic is because of all the superheroes, he's the only one who has no superpowers at all. He's just an ordinary person. But what he has is a super amount of passion and a super sense of right and wrong morality. 
And so he's just an average guy with a billion dollars who transforms himself into this champion of pure good. There's nothing in it for him. He gets nothing out of this except the knowledge that he's healing the world. And it's all because of what happened to him as a child, avenging what happened to the, the murder of his parents and his being left as an orphan. Um, and he spends his life, instead of allowing life, you know, life, I often say life throws nothing but curveballs. You know, you, no matter what you do to prepare for life, it's going to throw a curveball. You're going to constantly be switching from this to that. And if you let it, it can make you bitter. It can make you angry. It can make you hostile. Bruce Wayne doesn't allow that to happen. Life throws him this huge curveball as a child, and he takes it and he turns it into something good. I meet so many young people at Comic Con who've had difficult childhoods. People have rough lives. People forget how rough a childhoods are. And they found inspiration in this character and a safe harbor in this character, safe place to go to. Often, um, I'm people go to the Comic Con and say, Can I hug you? I just want to hug you because you were my best friend when I was eight. And you got me through. In Philadelphia, you started crying. said, My father died when I was nine. But you were there. Yeah, man. Rest in, rest in peace, Kevin Connell. I mean, he hit it right on the head. Like, um, he is easily the most beloved superhero who has no superpowers. Like his, you know, his intellect, his his martial arts skills. You know, that's basically what his weapon. I mean, not to mention the gadgets that he has and the Batmobile. You know, because you know, and the funny thing is, you know, you know, like when you're a little kid and you have those those um those cars and they say like you know, the people's real identities and the, the group affliction, especially like in those those X-Men cards. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. From back in the days. But when you think about it, Batman is his real identity. Bruce Wayne is the mask that he wears in front of people, you know, um, in public. People think he's this um, clumsy, you know, billionaire who doesn't care about, you know, current current events and, you know, important things just, you know, just, they just assume he's just this, you know, clueless, uh, you know, rich guy who just, you know, wants, you know, just wants to party and have fun and all. But, you know, deep down inside, he's still that little boy who still, you know, wants to avenge the, you know, the loss of his parents and prevent other people from going through that loss. And then, of course, you know, he, you know, formed that friendship with Robin because of that, you know. But, um, yeah, but another thing about Kevin Conroy before, you know, we move on was, you know, the genius he had, you know, with that character. He, you know, he he had that, the brilliance to to make them have two different voices, distinct voices, you know. You know, when he's Bruce Wayne, he's just this, you know, hey, how are you doing, you know. You know, this, you know, I'm just a chummy kind of guy. 
put one to respect, man. You know, he has that, like, that powerful voice that, you know, Christian Bale tried to emulate, you know, in the, you know, in the movies, but, you know, it, you know obviously it didn't, it didn't live up to the, to the, um, the level that, um, you know, Kevin Conroy set, you know, but yeah, man, um, he'll definitely be missed, you know, but his legacy, you know, will, you know, will live on. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, shifting gears, uh, to the Jets, man, the, the Jets, uh, you know, they really, they really let one get away for sure, man. Like they were, they were, um, tied, Three three, for for basically the whole game until, you know, that that last second touchdown with what thirty seconds left into the game by the Patriots and that basically sealed their fate. I mean, the the Jets had a chance to to win the division, you know, um, against a rival. Um, you know, against the the um their um you know their rival the Patriots, and as a result, now they they um you know fell down to last place now. You know they had a chance to to take the division and yeah, just like that's how competitive this uh, AFC East is. It's like the it's like the the NL East, you know. Basically, you know, it's just a, a dog fight between, you know, all the teams, you know, in, in the in the AFC the AFC East, and uh, the Patriots, man, Tom Brady, you can have Mac Jones, you can have Bill Belichick, you know, behind center as a quarterback, and they'll just find a way to to beat the Jets, man. It's just it's unbelievable. And and um, Zach Wilson did not help his cause, man. You know he regressed uh, again. He only, yeah, he 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 only, you know, two for seventy-seven yards. Or you know he uh, only completed nine of his twenty-two passes, and uh, disgustingly enough, he he was sacked four times. So, I mean that that right there is um, that's that's um. That's why he got his butt kicked, man. And um Yeah, man, it's just it's just um you know, it's just crazy, man. Um and you know that that uh touchdown um uh, you know, it was just um highlighted by, you know, that eighty four yard punt return by uh Marcus Jones, man. It's just it's well, I mean, what can you say, man? The the Jets had a chance to take the division, but because of this, now they're they're in they're in last place. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're tied Bel- with the Patriots. Belichick has a Belichick. Uh, you know, he's very strategic, mm-hmm. and he's uh, he always exposes exposes young quarterbacks. Always seems to be the Jets' quarterbacks, by the way. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, he made Zach Wilson throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And Zach Wilson was not successful at doing that today. 
the only uh, he was seeing what seventeen out of uh, actually no nine what was it nine out of twenty two was was it yeah nine out of twenty two passes and sacked four times sacked four times Not, so. a, definitely a recipe for disaster yeah I mean the offense was abysmal today mm-hmm. uh, I mean the Patriots offense didn't do much either on their side so but. Uh. It's oh, it's not it's not only abysmal it's pepto abysmal. That's <laughs> how bad it was. Yeah, it could have oh used up some pepto abysmal for that bad performance <laughs> today. That so, defense was leaking. Yeah, uh, they were atrocious. But that punt return TD that and, it, and there was a block. Offense was I can't really say the defense was they they only gave up ten. 10, 10 points. Yeah, uh, the, the offense, offense played well. The, the offense, offense was so horrible. The yeah. offense played like Pepto Bismol. Yeah. But that ending there, that, that was not good. The special, that was a special teams. Well, yeah, that's the mistake yeah. right there. That Yeah, yeah that, that 84-yard punt. I mean, yeah, that, that right there was, was Pepto Bismol defense. But overall, man, this was a, a very winnable game, but... You know, what can we say? Bill Belichick is is the Lucy from Peanuts, man. This <laughs> one, the Charlie Brown just think they they you know they could, you know, get that ball for the victory that that you know game winning ball presented to you know Robert Sala, and um, he just pulls it right from under the Jets like he always does, man. It, I mean, it's not the butt fumble bad, which ironically came on Thanksgiving Day many moons ago. I mean, it's just, it's a holiday tradition. <laughs> what can you say? It's like that, um, that commercial with the, uh, the home that, uh, with the mom from home alone and Kevin Hart. And, you know, she's looking for Kevin, but it's Kevin Hart. And then, you know, he was saying like, I can't believe you lost another Kevin. And then she said, it's a holiday tradition. So in that <laughs> sense, it's a holiday tradition that the Patriots have to beat up on the Jets around Thanksgiving. Or any time, really. And it is it is what it is, man. So yeah. Now the Jets, they they gotta get back to the drawing board and and try to you know beat the Bears when they host them uh, this upcoming Sunday. So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that, you know. And then with the Giants, you know. They got their they got their butt kicked, you know, even worse, you know. They or, or I don't, yeah. I mean, it was a a blowout. I mean, thirty one eighteen. Um, um, you know, Daniel Jones uh, threw for you know you know they got he got two uh, interceptions, and shockingly enough, Saquon Barkley only uh, rushed for twenty two yards. So, you know, that's the nightmare of a game right there. Yeah, I mean, the Giants' uh, offense was not there today. But the defense was uh, even worse. Um, we made Jared Goff look like Patrick Mahomes out there. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a decent game, but the running game for the Lions was running all over us. I mean, you had Jamal Williams on the Lions. He had, like, three touchdowns today. And then the, the DeAndre Swift, the backup running back, he had another touchdown. So, um those four touchdowns pretty much killed us today, and we couldn't get any when we needed when we needed to get stops. So, just a bad day all around for the Giants, and uh, 
just going to have to come back next week and uh, do better because today was definitely not a good performance. So, yeah, it was just one of those days today for both New York teams. Mm-hmm. Something, unfortunately, we're not too um... – it, something that's not, you know, something that's not foreign, foreign to us, unfortunately. Yeah. Especially uh, rooting for the the Knicks, which uh, yeah. I guess we'll just segue to them. I mean, they start off their their um their um you know their road trip, winning the first two games. Uh, they they won in Denver, which first first time they won in Denver in like what sixteen years or something like that. Um, I'm trying to remember what was the other team they they um beforehand. Um, um yeah, but in any case they lost like two games ever since then. They lost most recently today to the Suns. Um Yeah man, then the the um the the next one they just you know, it's like these last couple of years, it's like they've just been teasing the teasing the fans. You know, they're just um, you know mediocre. You know, they're just a, a basically a five hundred team, or, or just a barely a five sub five hundred team. Um, you know, they they um after they got you know beat up by the Thunder last Sunday, one forty five to one thirty five, where they they had their their um you know, best scoring performance of the season. They had, they scored, what, 68 points, I think. I think it was 48 points in the first quarter, which was a Nick record, you know, um, which is saying something since the Knicks is the oldest team in the league and they've been around since, what, 1947? Um, But, you know, they didn't play any defense and they lost that game. Then the Knicks bounced back, beat up on the Jazz, 118 to 111. Then they beat up on the Nuggets, 106 to 103. Um, uh, you know, the first two games of the road trip, so they were looking good in the road trip. Then, of course, Friday night, they lost to the Warriors, which is no surprise there. Even though the Warriors, you know, haven't really been the Warriors, you know, this year, you know, but they are still the defending world champions. Um. So they, you know, they beat up on they just they destroyed the Knicks as there's no surprise there. Then the Suns, even without um, you know, um, Chris Paul and Cam Johnson, they 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 destroyed us one one sixteen to ninety five. Uh, Jalen Brunson, I think scored twenty seven points. But other than that, um, Barrett and, and Randall, you know, disappeared. Uh, Randall, I think, only scored nine points in that game. So now tomorrow night they're gonna to try to um, exact some revenge on the Thunder in OKC this time. Um, then they're gonna play. Um, they're gonna host the Trailblazers on Black Friday, and then Sunday they host the Grizzlies to cap off uh, the week. But yeah, the Knicks man, it's you know. What can you say? What been what, up and down this year so far? Yeah, man, what can we say that we haven't said about the Knicks since, you know, 2001 or, you know, since this show has been on since 2009. I mean, it's the same thing. We could just take the same footage 
We could, you know what? We could even just take splice up footage from 2009. You know, just put it put it on on the show on the queue, play it. You know, take a break. You know, watch a sitcom. You know, or 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 a drama for an hour. Come back, play the play the footage, and it's the same thing the Knicks are doing. You know, they don't play defense. You know, they they don't they don't pass the ball. I mean, they, to their credit. Bronson has been, you know, has been, um, you know, um, he, he, he's, um, with him controlling the ball, there, there's not a lot of turnovers. So that, that was a great improvement, um, this season, as opposed to last, the last couple of years with Randall being the, the point forward on the team. So, um, but yeah, man, the Knicks. Man, what can you say that we haven't said about the Knicks? Well, right now, uh, um, their RG Barrett is not living up to that contract. He's not know, shooting man. well right now, and he got to play much better. Uh, our best defender on the team right now is Cam Reddish by far. Yep, and now he's hurt. Yeah, seems very inconsistent. Very inconsistent. He is man. I mean, and that's what, and not making that trade for Donovan Mitchell is looking even bad. And now, now there's rumors that the Knicks still want to trade uh, quickly. And um, I forgot who's the other person. My, my probably was Cam Reddish or so, and, and Derek Rose. But I'm, but I'm like, if you're not gonna trade for Donovan Mitchell, man, like, I'm like, what's the point? Yeah. What, what's the point? You're gonna get a worse deal. There's no point of trading quickly. Donovan Mitchell uh, quickly, and, and um, any of these other, any of these other guys, you know, it's like yeah. you had your chance to try to get a, a star player, and you just, you know, that that's really the best move that the Knicks are gonna do. They they were probably trying to hold out for a star, which I strongly doubt it because the Knicks' recent history for the past twenty years is that. They they sign they sign or trade for, you know, a mediocre player and elevate them and act like you know hype them up like they're, you know, they're they're the next stars like like they did with Randall and, you know, so many other players you know with the, you know with this franchise and the problem is is that we're mediocre, you know we're 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 too, we're too good to not be in a lottery, but we're but we're too bad to to realistically even try to escape the first round or the play-in or whatever. Like, I don't know, man. It's, I should be feeling more hopeful, but we're like, we're like in NBA purgatory because we're not bad enough. When we're, we're, when we were really, really bad under Phil Jackson, you know, or even Isaiah, like we could, you know, no matter what we do, we can never get the top pick. We can never get the top pick, and if we have a high pick, they don't want to draft. They don't want to draft the players for whatever reason. Phil Jackson had a chance to to draft Donovan Mitchell. He didn't do it. I mean, like, it's, it's, there's like so many great players that they could have drafted, and then for whatever reason, they never draft them. They could have had Artes. You know, but they but they they drafted Frederick Weiss. Like it's just, you know, it's just so many, so many instances that 
had we been run better, we 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 could have we could have gotten ourselves out of this this mess. But it's just it's like it never ends, man. With this with this next team, it's never ending. It, it it's so frustrating. This is our fiftieth anniversary coming up. This this is the fiftieth anniversary because it's the seventy two seventy three season. So this is the first half of the fiftieth anniversary, uh, and we we don't even have a shot to win the win the championship. Like it's just, it never ends, man. What are we some, eight, eight nine right now? Yeah, eight, but eight, it's nine like is our record right now. But in NBA, it's like you can't even like. It's not like baseball where you you know if you have a great pitchers and you have timely hit hitting, you could you 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 know you could shock the world. Look at the Phillies. The Phillies, the Phillies was the third best team in in the in the in the National League, and they're the one that advanced, not the Mets or the Braves. You know, so if you get hot at the right time in in, in baseball, anything is possible. Football season too. You know, you have a, a good quarterback. You know, play some defense. You 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 know, you can make some noise. Basketball. If you don't have if you don't have stars, if you don't have a great point guard or or, or um or a, um, a center or, or you know a shooter, you you're, you're like screwed. You're not gonna make it. In the, in the NBA nowadays, you need at least at the very minimum two superstar players. You know, you can't even have like the 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 Detroit Pistons or the 2005 team. You know, a bunch of very good players. You know, working together to win the title. It's like you, in this modern day NBA, you have to have superstars. And, and the Knicks is just yeah, well said. I, I I'm just speechless, man. And that doesn't work when you're on a you know you know, you're hosting a podcast to be speechless, so let's yeah. let's just move on and, you know, hope uh next time we do this show that the Knicks will be you know, will be doing better. Um, because man, it's just it's just frustrating, man. It's just frustrating. Okay, what can you say? I mean the Knicks, you know, they have a chance to have a, a good a good um road trip if they could if they could beat the Thunder and they'd finish off three three and two, which is obviously something you would you know you would sign for being on the you know, the West Coast trip. Um but you know what can you say? what can I say about the Knicks I haven't said already? So yeah, let's let's just uh, move over to the other, the other team, the other basketball team in the city, and of course that's the the Nets. Uh, the Nets, you know, they've had their controversy, um, but uh, Kyrie he finally made his um, return uh, to the Nets, and. Uh, um, the Nets, they they won by the by the final score of one twenty seven to one fifteen. Um, uh, but uh, I heard there's some the black Israelites were uh, in front of Barclays Center. Mm. Just uh, to welcome Kyrie back. Mm. And um, yeah, Kyrie. Are they usually you know, on there anyway in that area? Uh, possibly. Like last um, time, we saw them around that area. So, well, yeah, 
yeah, that yeah, we did that that day. Um, yeah. But yeah, Kyrie, he um, you know, he didn't have he didn't have a spectacular game, but obviously, you know, he hasn't played in like eight games. So I mean, he scored four, uh, fourteen points, had five assists. Kevin Durant scored twenty six points, seven uh, had seven rebounds, seven assists. Uh, ben Simmons had a had a had a good game, twenty two points, eight rebounds, five assists. Uh, this is easily his best game in in years. Yeah. Um. You know. Um. So uh, yeah, the 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 um. The Nets, you know, they they were able to defend their home court. Uh, they were able to stop, you know, the um the Grizzlies. Uh, Dylan Brooks, he's he um he scored thirty one points in a losing effort, but um yeah the Nets they improved to eight and nine, same record as the Knicks. Mhm. Yep. And they're going to host. Well, they're going to be on the road in Philly against the the Seventy Sixers. Um, in Philly. Um. Then they're gonna be, you know, go to Toronto against the Raptors Wednesday night, Friday night. They, you know, Black Friday. They, they're they're gonna be against the uh, the Pacers, and then Sunday night, uh, they'll be playing the the, the Trailblazers in Portland. So, yeah, the Nets. They're you know, they're gonna try to extend their win to the um. Uh, three-game winning streak on Tuesday night in in uh, in uh, the city of brotherly love, and uh, Tuesday night uh, they they lost uh, to the Kings, uh, a, a loss, one fifty-three to one twenty-one, and then they bounced back against the Trailblazers, one hundred nine one seventeen, and of course they they beat the Grizzlies. Um, uh, on on Sunday. So yeah, we'll definitely see how long it'll take this this new victory to to gel with the the uh, gel with each other. So they they passed their first test um, since the the suspension. But um, I heard Ben Simmons is playing better now. These last yeah, few yeah. games. Yeah, he had a good game, uh, especially today. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens on this uh, upcoming road trip that the, the Nets are going to be on. But um, shifting gears, uh, what better way to to shift gear than to talk about AEW full gear? And uh, the mat, um, they had their pay per view um, uh, on uh, Saturday. And it was uh yeah it was a, a big event a huge event um yeah let's let's dive right into it uh Dan Housen and Chaos which is Orange Cassidy, Trev Beretta, and Rocky Romero um they defeated the Factory which is which has Q T Marshall, Aaron Solo, Lee Johnson, Nick uh Comoroto, and Cole Carter um. 
Dan Housen and Chaos, they won that match, which was a 10-man tag team match. Ricky Starks uh, defeated Brian Cage, which, you know, they were formerly uh, part of the um, Team Taz. Uh, but R- Ricky Starks defeated uh, Brian Cage, pinfall, in the AEW World Championship Elimination Tournament semifinals. Eddie Kingston uh, defeated his idol, uh, Jun Akiyama, by pinfall in a singles match. Jungle Boy Jack Perry defeated his former friend, Luchasaurus, by submission in a steel cage match. Death Triangle, which is Pac, formerly known as um, Neville in WWE, Penta El Zero Miedo, and Ray Phoenix defeated the Elite, which is Kenny Omega and uh, Young Bucks, which was their first match uh, since uh, the the um, CM Punk uh, debacle, uh, you know, fight backstage fight that happened. Then, um, and that match was uh, for the AEW Trios title. The Elite was trying to get their title back after it got stripped as a result with their backstage fight with uh, CM Punk. Uh, you know, their, after CM Punk won the All or Nothing um, event and, you know, went on that tirade before the backstage fight. Um what was I going to say? Um, Jay Cargill, she defeated Nyla Nyla Rose. Um, um, you know to retain the AEW TBS Championship. Chris Jericho defeated Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, and Sammy Guevara by pinfall in a four-way match for the Royal for the Ring of Honor World Championship, Shariah, formerly known as Paige, defeated Dr. Dr. Britt Baker in her first match in years and her first match in AEW history. So congrats to her. Uh, Samoa Joe defeated Wardlow and Powerhouse Hob by uh, technical submission in a three-way match for the AEW TNT title. Sting and Darby Allen defeated Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal uh, in a no disqualification tag uh, tag team match. So yeah, this was uh, Jeff Jarrett's first pay per view match. Um, you know, in a long time, I would I would assume, and his first in AEW. Uh, Jamie Hader defeated Tony Storm um, to be the new champion. Uh, so congrats to her. This was for the interim AEW Women's World Championship because uh, Tender Rosa is the current AEW Women's Champion, but she was hurt, so they let her keep the title, and then they have this interim title, which will most likely end up in a unification match uh, between Jamie Hayter and Tender Rosa whenever she gets healed. Unless they vacate the title, you got acclaim. The acclaim, which is Max Max Caster and Anthony Bowens, defeat Swerve in Our Glory, which is Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. Um, 
they retained the title against Swerve in our in our glory and uh that group disbanded after their loss to the acclaim. And last but not least, MJF defeated John Moxley um to to win the AEW World Championship because this was the this was um the result of MJF um revealing in advance that he was going to cash in his um his uh, casino ladder poker chip in advance and he won because William Regal turned heel and gave MJF his his uh patented brass knucks while the referee wasn't looking and MJF won won his won his first ever title and John Moxley got betrayed by William Regal, the guy who, you know, who helped them form the the faction, the the um black the Blackpool um combat club, Blackpool Combat Club um in honor of William Regal. So now William Regal is no longer part of the black the Blackpool um combat club and. I'm assuming he's going to be MGF's um, manager going forward. So, yeah, congratulations to MGF. Whenever I, <laughs> whenever I hear MGF, I think of something naughty. Uh, but let's 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 move on. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know what you're going with there, but yeah, I guess we'll move on. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, he does call himself the devil. And he calls his fan devil worshippers, so I guess you're you're on the same ballpark. So I mean, he's um, yeah, he he's he's definitely a devious dude. I mean, you know, for the past couple of weeks, he was teasing that you know, you know, he might turn into a good guy, which I didn't. I never fell for it for a second. Um, but yeah, after after the match, he you know he he ripped into the fans, and yeah, he um. Yeah, FCC wouldn't be happy with the stuff he was saying, you know. He was basically uh, criticizing the fans, how gullible they are. Tony Khan, the owner, how they all fell for his, uh, you know, his baby face tweener act that he was doing. And, yeah, you know, that's now, now, um, the show, the show, and the title is must see TV because he's the the champion, and you know I I I definitely um, can't wait to see um, you know uh, AEW Dynamite to see you know his how he's gonna gloat to the fans you know because he's been um, predicting his eventual title reign for a long time, you know saying that he's you know a generational talent and, you know, he's better than you and you know it. So, yeah, um, Saturday was his, his, um, his, um, trash talking came into fruition and he, he is now the AEW world champion. So that's definitely going to be very interesting to see, um, what happens. Interesting. The guy's like only what twenty six years old or so. So wow. he's the future of wrestling, and he's been always um, hyping up that two thousand and four. There's going to be a bidding war in two thousand and twenty four because 
he allegedly is going to um, be a free agent. So, you, you know, he he, he envisions, um, you know, WWE and AEW fighting for his services. And, you know, like a mercenary, he's going to go to the highest bidder. Um, yeah, I, I, another fun fact, um, I don't know, you probably don't know about, but CM Punk kind of, you know, joked on him about it, was that in 2001, he appeared on the episode of Rosie O'Donnell as a little kid. Really? <laughs> yeah. He, what was he, he doing sang, on there? He sang, You Are My Sunshine, <laughs> which is totally, um... What? You know, he, he um, you know, he totally, which, you know... It's totally against the character that he 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 portrays, you know. But yeah, I mean, obviously he was a little kid, so I mean, but yeah, wrestling, you know, this this uh, I guess was half was um, you know, you know, before he you know he became a wrestling fan and obviously, you know, a wrestler, um, but um. Yeah, congrats to him. You know, definitely going to be much, much watched TV on uh, AEW Dynamite. Yeah. But, um, yeah, shifting gears to the war game. And that's coming up this this Saturday. Day after. Oh, yeah, that's right. The day after the last Friday. Friday. And yeah. Thanksgiving, two days after Thanksgiving. Right, right. Yeah, this is uh, the first Survivor Series to take place. Um, on a Saturday, and the the first one. I have to schedule our shows in that case, right? I have to do our shows on Black yeah. Friday in that case, maybe. Maybe, or or do it Sunday. Yeah, we'll we'll have to, or maybe even Wednesday. Maybe maybe Wednesday night. Who knows? I we'll we'll, we'll definitely okay. keep you guys posted. We'll we'll definitely figure out what we're gonna do. Okay, uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, Wednesday night might be good. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll see what, what we could do. Um, but, um, yeah, maybe I might do mine this Friday. I mean, not Friday, Sunday, to do, to do a review on this. Maybe that's what I'll do. Um, do the show on Sunday so we can have the, the, the review of this. Um, but, uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, let's, 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 uh, oh yeah. So yeah, this is the first, uh, event since 1994 to not take place on Sunday. But, um, yeah. Are you excited about the Survivor Series War Game? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's, uh, yeah, I, I guess, I mean, I, I would say excited, but I'm mm-hmm. curious. Mm-hmm. But I'll watch it definitely. Yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting. You know, having the war games, they they never had that in WWE. I mean, they've had yeah. it in NXT. So I'm really looking. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, because I I felt for years they should have had war games in in the main the main uh, WWE. So if NXT, and you know now it's now it's happening. Looking forward to it. Mhm. So yeah, the um. So yeah, let's dive right into it. A, uh, AJ Styles 
with the with you know the OC, which obviously is Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Mia Yim. He's gonna be um, AJ Styles is gonna go one on one with Finn Balor, which is you know of course he's part of the Judgment Day with Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, and Rhea Ripley. Who do you think is gonna win in this one on one matchup, Styles or or Balor? Styles. Hmm. Um. We want pick Balor to win this. Okay. All right. Um. Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi, formerly known as Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, this is a singles title for the WWE Women's Championship, SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, I'm. I'm. I, I'm thinking I'm gonna take a lucky guess, but I think you're gonna agree with me that Ronda Rousey will retain. Yeah, well, Ronda. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ronda Rousey will retain it, and you know they got Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Oscar, Mia Yim, and a person to be named later versus Damage Control, which has Bailey, Dakota Kai. Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley. Oh, you know who I think might be the the the, the, the fifth person now that I think about it? Who? I was thinking it was going to be Trish Stratus, but now it, it makes more sense that it's this person. I think it's going to be Beth Phoenix because Beth Phoenix was taken out, was was um basically um knocked out, you know, with the concerto by Rhea Ripley. Is going to be in this match, so this would be the best chance for her to get revenge. Yeah, I want to think about. It. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm agree with you on that. And you're right. Hmm. And because of that, hmm. I mean, damage control. They have to get this victory because they don't. If they don't win this this match. Where the title, her Bianca Belair's title is on the line, isn't on the line, then damage control doesn't have no credibility whatsoever. Yeah, sure, pretty much. Uh, I'm thinking Bianca Belair, but I'm like, my mind is like, damage control has to win this. If damage control does not win this match, I mean, it's like, why do they even have a, <laughs> why do they even have a, a faction? They haven't won. They haven't won anything. No, did they? They might have won one match on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, no, I mean on it. Raw, and then that's it. It was like when Straight Edge Society was feuding with Big Show. Yeah, I mean, Damage Control has to win this, but I think Bianca Belair is going to win this. I, I'm, I'm going the it. opposite now. Yeah, I'm going Bianca Belair. With WWE, you can't use logic, so. No, I'm going the opposite way. Oh, you think Damage Control is going to win? Yeah. Because they have to win this. Yeah. They have to win. I mean, the, the X factor of them having a person to be named later, that's like, hmm. But then again, if Beth Phoenix came, I mean, behind the scenes, I think she'd put over the talent instead of her winning. Damn. And this is like a really... It's tough one. This is really tough. I could, like, I could literally see it going either way. Like it makes sense for damage control to win it because they this is a one sided victory. 
Bianca Belair just whoops their behind all the time. You know? But the title's not on the line, so this is the perfect time for her to lose a match to them. Man, WWE. Fine, you know what? I, I, I guess I have to pick damage control because they have to win this. Yeah. If they lose this, 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 this feud is one-sided like Kylo Ren versus Ray. Like, like I mean, the the bad guys have to win up once, so you could take them seriously. Like, this is ridiculous. They, I have to. My mind is telling me pick to to pick Bianca Belair, but I guess I have to pick Damage Control because it's like you have to. It, win. it makes more sense. Do or die. Them. Yeah, this is literally do or die for them because they're not going to, they're not winning the title for her anytime soon. And then last but not least, you got the bloodline. Roman Reigns, Sol Sikoa, Sami Zayn, the Usos versus the Brawling Brutes, which is Sheamus, Rich Holland and Butch, Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens. Who you got here? This this is a, a tough one as well too. Wow. I'm going with Drew. Oh, you're going with the good guys? Yeah, I'm going with the good guys. Now, the question is, I think Sami Zayn is the X factor here. Hmm. Will Sami Zayn betray the bloodline? No, this I don't be think the so. Will he betray the bloodline and, and join with, with with the good guys with Kevin Owens yeah. and form the group? I don't think so. Or will Kevin Owens shockingly turn heel again and join the bloodline? I could see that happening more so than Sami Zayn betraying the bloodline. Yeah, I think I think I think it would have happened, but now now everybody's feeling oozy with with the um you know with with, with the catchphrases and. You know, Sammy Zayn is like the MVP, the bloodline, and 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 Roman Reigns is the the undisputed champion. I mean, they're co MVPs. Like the way how he's Sammy Zayn has been like entertaining the fans. Like, yeah, I don't think they want to ruin it right now. This would be the perfect time for Sammy Zayn because Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens hasn't they haven't fought each other. I mean, they've teased it, but they've never fought each other. So I'm thinking maybe Kevin Owens will join them. Kevin Owens will join the I bloodline. That happening. I think that's what's gonna happen. Because this this right here is the perfect opportunity for Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens to join forces with each other. Whether it's with the bloodline or with each other. But I think I think the fans are too behind him being on the bloodline because I think the bloodline and Sami Zayn is working too good that this probably was going to be the time when Sami Zayn would turn on them and the fans would be applauding and be firmly behind them with the good guys. But I think the the bloodline's on a gold mine with, uh, with Sami Zayn a part of them. So I don't think, for that reason, I think they're not going to break it up. As a matter of fact, the, the more likelihood, as shocking as it would be, would be Kevin Owens joining them so he could join... You know, Sami Zayn, his his you know his best friend. 
So that's my pick. Bloodline will retain, which is basically uh, against my logic of Bianca Belair. I mean, Bianca Belair, you know, she this is the chance for Bianca Belair to lose a match and not lose the title. Same thing with Roman Reigns, but I think I think they just want Roman Reigns to be undefeated, period, you know, until he loses the title. So, yeah, normally this would be the time he'd get a L. But I think with the Kevin Owens X factor into this, Sami Zayn, I think I think Bloodline will win. Yeah, I'm still going with Jimmy's team. Okay. We shall see. Because this is the same logic with, with, with damage control. They, you know, the, the underdogs need to win this so that they can have a legit chance as as competitors. Damage control, by their name alone, they should be the heels. They should be the they should be dominating the thing as they say they are. But Bianca Belair has their number. Like they just can't defeat her. Yep. And they're desperate. They they got Nikki Cross to whoop their behind when she returned. And they're cool with her. And they, and Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley were were tag teams before before uh, Ripley turned heel on her and or Nikki Cross turned heel on her and then they uh, she was a superhero and all this stuff like so yep. they have history as well. That's gonna be a good match. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm really looking forward to the the the, the war games one, the matches. Long overdue. That they're on the the um the main roster. So yeah, I'm look I'm looking forward to the to the um to the war game matches. Uh, anything you'd like to say before you know we head out? Uh, listen, isn't there another match? Is that it? Uh, supposedly these are the only matches, unless they um add some matches on uh tomorrow uh, on you know tonight on Raw. And uh, sworn there was, a, there was a, a few more matches than that, but okay. I'm sure they will add. I'm sure they'll add more, but okay. Let let me see if there's anything else that's reported that they're gonna have a match. Uh, from what I'm seeing, that those are the only um. Oh okay. Matches that I'm that um that I'm seeing that are are um you know scheduled um for the, you know, upcoming pay-per-view event. But I'm sure they'll add more okay. this this week. But anything else you'd like to say? Uh, congrats to Aaron Judge winning the MVP. Oh, yeah. Uh, well-deserved, you know, broke the home run, the American League home run record, had a, one of the greatest offensive seasons we've ever seen in baseball. So congrats to him on winning the MVP. Yes, uh, a long, uh, long overdue. Well deserved victory for Aaron Judge. Um you know, now we shall see, which I assume he'll he'll return to, to the pinch dress one. We shall see. Um congrats to, to Buck Showalter winning the manager of the year. Definitely a long overdue. I mean, every decade he's won manager of the year. Ninety four with the Yankees, um, two thousand and four with the Rangers, two thousand and Fourteen with the um, with the the Orioles, and two thousand and 
22 with uh, the Mets. So he, he got it two years earlier than he normally wins it because he, he, he always wins it on, on the 94, 2004, 2014, and he couldn't wait until 2024 to win it. So he won it yeah. two years earlier. So congrats to him. And congrats. guess how many Met, Met managers have won this award? Uh, Prior to him. Two? Zero. Really? No Met manager have won this prior to prior to really wow that's surprising yeah apparently this award is is you know more you know recent I think they've had it probably since the eighties um, David Johnson didn't win didn't win in his opportunity Willie Randolph lost to Joe Girardi um, oh yeah that's right you know so yeah those are the only opportunities the Mets had win this win this award and he you know he beat out um dave roberts who had the nl uh, ml leading um you know 111 wins um he beat out brad snicker from the braves who you know failed to defend the title um marmal i think from the cardinals and rob thompson who you know who he finished in fifth fifth place in the voting, and he led the 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 Phillies to the to the um, NL you know NLC you know NL East championship, and you know lot went before they lost to the um, to the Astros. So yeah, man, the, the NL East man is it's it's a scary, it's a NL NL beast division, man. You got the third best team, you know, being the National League champions. You got the Mets, who was two years in a row, were was the best team, in, you know, in the NL East. But they couldn't, they couldn't hold on to the finish line. And then you have the Braves, who who were the um, the the World champions last year. So the NL East man is is clearly the best, the best division you know, in baseball right now. You know what I'm saying? I and, disagree uh, with that, but okay. Well, yeah, I know you'll disagree with that because, you know, your Yankees always win, like, 99 games you know, every year. And, you know, AL Issa uh, has something to say about that. The even AL, the, even always, the AL West we, this year. We can sneeze. We can sneeze and the Yankees will make it to the playoffs. The AL, the, I mean, the, the, the Rays and the, the, the Rays and the, Blue Jays this year were really good. All three yeah, teams made the good, playoffs. Yeah, they were good, but they couldn't even. They, they, they're pretenders, man. Everybody knows the Yankees will win the division. Well, Everybody all three teams made that. the playoffs just like the NL East did. So what are you saying? What? All three teams made the playoffs just like the NL East did. So uh, yeah, but the Yankees. Everybody knew the Yankees was going to win. The Yankees had that 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 slide, and and no nobody was afraid of Yankees losing okay. the division. But that's, that's not the my point. point. That's, That's not my the point. point. I'm making. I'm saying that all three teams made the playoffs just like the NLEs did. So that has nothing to do with the Yankees. The Yankees won the division as always. Right, but all three teams. You said that the NLEs is better. I'm telling you, three teams from American League East made the playoffs. Yeah, just like three teams from NL East made the playoffs. So. Uh, that's it's that's the same. It's the same to me. I don't see what what the difference is. Yeah, but the difference is that everybody knew Yankees was going to make the playoffs. 
Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no shock value that Yankees advance to the playoffs. Whereas the Mets, even though you know the Mets, you know they had some ex- expectations this year, they failed. You know the Braves was the defending champions. Philly shouldn't have even made the playoffs, but thanks to this new this new um, playoff format, they made it to the playoffs. You know. You know what can you, I mean? That's Even the Orioles were, were were decent this year too. Orioles weren't that bad also in the American League. Yes, but the, but Yankees are their daddy, so they 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 can't they you know they can't advance either. The Marlins was a joke uh, in the in the in the National League East, but yeah, we we'll get more into this that you know later when we have more time, you know. You know, I want to thank you, Mac, for coming on. Well, you know, uh, everyone have a happy Thanksgiving and a Black Friday. Enjoy the rest of the week. Yes, um, you know, ha- hope you all have a wonderful, blessed, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Hope you enjoy Black Friday, and you know, we'll see you guys next time. He's Macaulay Matthew. I'm Will Ramo, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.